0: good afternoon. Actually, let me look at the clock over there. Oh, okay. It's not afternoon. It's about 6.30 in the evening Pacific time because I live in the Pacific time zone. Just lit a cigar. Wow, this one is called a nub. (laughs) What a great name for a cigar. It's about uh, not quite four inches long. I think it's about four inches, maybe three and a half, four inches long. 58 ring gauge which is a good thick cigar um, and it's a really small these used to be called this size used to be called a dog walker (laughs) these are cigars you can light and uh, you don't have to you're not going to take an hour and a half or two hours with friends and smoke a cigar like this they will probably maybe it's a 40 the way I smoke cigars maybe this is like a 45 minute cigar something like that well you and I uh, won't be taking 45 minutes but uh, maybe a few minutes together today Okay, so this one, oh yeah, it's a beautiful cigar. Is a um, let me see. This one is called a Habano, uh, or Habano. I don't know. Use an accent, whatever. Habano. That sounds kind of tacky, doesn't it? I can, apparently I don't get out much, but this is a this is a blend that kind of uh, th- that I really really enjoy. Um, it is actually um, a blend made of got a really nice dark brown wrapper that's not quite Maduro, but almost. It's got a real, a real interesting, almost like a campfire kind of smell to it. You might, if you don't smoke cigars, you might think, what's he talking about? If you'd light something on fire, it, ever, it all smells like campfires. <laughs> well, not really. Sometimes they smell really, really different, but it's got a really interesting, creamy kind of smoky aftertaste. like Like if you're sitting around a campfire and and uh, you're out camping somewhere, and you got a bunch of friends, and there's a little bit of green wood on it. It has that kind of smell and taste to it. It also kind of, I don't know, uh, at this first light here, mm, it's got a little bit of a taste like uh, you know, sourdough bread that's toasted, toasted dark. And you get a bite of it with a little bit of butter. That's kind of what it tastes like to me. That's odd. It smells slightly spicy and um, really creamy, really. I just like these cigars. I've had several of these, and I buy them in groups of 5 or 10, and sometimes a whole box of uh, 15 or 20, and uh, share them with my friends. So this one is a delightful cigar. And paired with it, okay, The remember, the cigar is called a nub, <laughs> so... And I tell you this because I was just i just imagining you sitting here with me while we're enjoying this cigar. And I wish you were. You're probably a friend of mine, and uh, I probably really enjoy you probably. That was tacky. I, I, I enjoy you, enjoy your presence. And so if you and I were sitting around talking, I would be telling you about this cigar as well. And so just for fun, since this is called a nub, I thought I would pair it with Knob Creek. <laughs> this is a Knob Creek bourbon, but this one is quarter oak. Um, and it is a little darker, a little nicer, a little richer than the regular, you know, just your basic standard Knob Creek daily driver, as Jonathan calls it. Uh, so I've got a little bit of that going on here. And, uh, you know, I can make a bourbon last a long time. So I poured maybe not quite an ounce, maybe a little bit less than an ounce, like a, like a high-end expensive bar. They wouldn't pour you a full ounce because they're trying to make as much money as possible. Anyway, it's kind of like that sort of a pour. No ice, and yep. Oh, that's some good stuff. That bottle was a gift to me a while back. And I don't know what it is about bourbon that's a gift. It tastes better bourbon or scotch that's a gift. Tastes better than stuff that I go out and buy myself or Who goes out and buys bourbon? I don't go out and buy bourbon. My goodness, they they deliver it now. Wow. Not just cuz of COVID. They deliver it because they make it easy to spend money on bourbon that way. If you live in a state where they don't deliver, your alcohol to you. Oh, you're suffering for Jesus. <laughs> oh, anyway, wish you were here. But since you're not, I'm going to make this podcast for you. And I, and uh, I really hope your day is going great. So you know what? Uh, today's podcast is entitled Shaken, Not Stirred. Do you know how difficult it is for me to say that with without trying to use my best James Bond voice? <sighs> Let's give it a try. Shaken, not stirred. Let's try it again. Shaken, not stirred. Nah, I didn't do it. That sounds like some, I don't know, it sounds like somebody off of Lord of the Rings rather than James Bond. I am the last one. How about that one? Was that better? Nah, none of those are any good. You get my point. James Bond. Sean Connery was, in my mind, the only really good James Bond. The new guy, he's not bad. What's his name? What's his name? I'm going to pause this and go find out what the guy's name is. Hold on a second. Who is James Bond now? Who is James Bond now? What's his name? Michael? What is it? Uh, uh, Michael Daniel? What's his name? Daniel? There, just pop. That's it. There you go. Daniel Craig. He's pretty good, too. Daniel Craig's been pretty good, too. But he's done. I think he's. Uh, he just did his last one, as 007. He's going to go on and do other things, but great actor but you know the other James Bonds that just didn't I don't know it just didn't work for me Sean Connery Daniel Craig and everyone in between nope but uh, those were two some great James Bond characters you know I'll probably edit all this out who knows because it probably doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about today which is shaken and not stirred let's let's dive in let's get to work so you know you can tell I'm a fan of James Bond movies they are they're full of one-liners, and, they, and those one-liners kind of pop up in culture, just like this one does. Shaken, not stirred. It's kind of one of my favorite lines, but I never really thought about it until recently. So I wondered aloud to a friend of mine who's a, a bit of a gin aficionado uh, about the difference between shaken and stirred gin martinis. So he directed me to a place called The Alcohol Professor. (laughs) Isn't that a great job title? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to introduce yourself as The Alcohol Professor? You'd have to have an accent probably that went with it as well. Um, I don't know, a uh, a Southern American accent that's The Alcohol Professor? That wouldn't work. Hi there, I'm The Alcohol Professor. No, that'd be a beer professor. So here we go. The Alcohol Professor. I love that job title. So I was referred to this guy, and I discovered that those that pound this drink in anticipation of some sort of emotional balm will probably not be able to taste the difference between a stirred or a shaken gin martini, but others with a more patient and refined taste most certainly will. Shaking the ingredients, actually, of a gin martini creates what's called a Bradford as martini snobs call it. By the way, I dare you to order it with an air of sophistication bordering on snobbery at a party. See if anybody invites you back. (laughs) I'll have a Bradford, please. Aren't you from Idaho? (laughs) Uh, So anyway, the act of shaking the drink, according to some Canadian biochemists at the University of Western Ontario, up in Canada releases more antioxidants from the gin than does stirring. The drink becomes more robust, slightly richer, and a little cloudier. While the biochemists didn't write about the difference in the taste, others have. Many, including Bond, the shaken version has a more complex and interesting taste than the stirred version. I know it's a leap, but come with me. I wonder if the shaking life produces better leaders, too. Like me, I'm sure you've been gently stirred over your lifetime. Outwardly, you appear to be similar to a well-balanced and beautiful cocktail to be admired and enjoyed. (laughs) But lean in here with me. Perhaps it's the shaking and not the stirring that's transformed you and your career and your enterprises. Perhaps that's what's made you who you are. Perhaps it's the collision of the carefully measured ingredients of your plans and strategies and skills and dreams with the cold, harsh ice of unmet expectations and disappointment in yourself and in others that's shaken you. Perhaps the shaking has realigned your molecules of hope and mixed up your tidy layers of excellence. A few minutes in the hands of the bartender of life, and you're rattled. You're changed. Probably like you, I know this shaking all too well. And I know and love others who know it too. After what feels like an eternity... Of shaking we are poured out richer smoother more balanced what is this shaking our confidence is shaken when we fail our dreams are shaken when they're set back our comfort is shaken our plans are shaken our tight or our loose relationships are shaken our love is shaken our companies are shaken all of these can be shaken, but not broken. And we emerge differently smoother, more complex, more robust, more balanced. The people I admire and enjoy the most have been shaken. Sometimes they'll even tell me how and when the shaking occurred, but often not. But there's a remarkable difference. In those who have been shaken and not stirred. So my friend, if you're in the middle of a shake right now, please know you will emerge. And when you do, you'll be better for it. So hang in there. Here's a fun fact. Bond didn't use that line until the third of the 007 movies. That was Goldfinger, way back in 1964. I was seven or eight years old. <laughs> and apparently there's a bit of a debate about whether Bond preferred gin or vodka martinis. Ian Fleming, the creator of the Bond character, was a fan of gin and vermouth, shaken and not stirred. I think his Bond character likely followed suit. Rumor has it that Bond occasionally ordered vodka and gin martinis. (laughs) Wow. I was not able to find the scene confirming that, but it's plausible because the stylish 007 did have a rather stressful career after all. (laughs) Well, here's to you, my friend. If you were sitting here with me enjoying a cigar and a little bit of bourbon instead of a shaken, not stirred gin martini, I'd toast you. Because you've emerged from the shaking a beautiful human being. Thanks for being my friend. Hope you're having a great afternoon. Hang in there. Bye. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more go to my website dhicks.com remember my first name has only one e where you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts if this was helpful maybe even share it with some of your friends have a great day